Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. How about season two? Very excited. I like how we flowed right into it. No hiccups, no interruption. Season one, season two. I know, right? (laughs) And like so many exciting things going on. Yes. It is going to be amazing. We are going to open season two of Crafty Ass Female with our Crafty Ass Madness Spring event. Over the next month, we'll be pitting your favorite craft supplies against one another in a single elimination bracket style showdown. Love it. I know, right? I'm so excited. Um, yeah. Even though there's like still snow on the ground and spring is nowhere to be found here in like a lot of the United States, like to be honest, the Northeast got hit with like an insane snowstorm. Um, here in Michigan, we still have like, I mean, it's, it is literally snowing. I'm looking out my window and it's the fourth day in a row that it has been snowing. So um, we're just going to like... That is madness. So it kind of ties into the title. (laughs) Right. We're going to will spring into existence with our crafty ass madness event. Um, So so here here is how it works. It is a completely interactive event and we are so thrilled to be bringing you guys into this. So what you're going to do is go to craftyassfemale.com slash madness and check out the crafty ass madness favorite supplies bracket. And for the next four weeks, after each of our Crafty Ass Madness episodes air, each of them are on a different topic, color, paper, embellishments, and tools, there will be a round of voting on your favorite crafty supplies. We'll go from 32 Crafty Ass supplies this week to 16 supplies next week, 8 supplies the week after, and then we'll have our very own Crafty Ass Female Final Four, and you are definitely going to want to be around for that. Each week... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I know. It's so exciting. Yeah. And just to remind our listeners, too, like this is kind of where the previous episode 13 of season one, when we talked about our favorite supplies and called upon them to submit what their favorite five were, it was all leading up to this. Oh, my God. You guys responded so well. We had like this event is going to be so awesome. We're going to take all of the information you guys gave us about your favorite supplies and we're turning it into this cool spring event where you guys get to vote on like literally what is the best and coolest crafty ass supply that like you need to have. And we're just going to spend the whole um, next four weeks talking about it, having discussions. Um, You can head over to craftyassfemale.com slash madness right now and you can download your Crafty Ass Madness bracket. And if you're familiar with March Madness, which I was not when you were talking about this, it's kind of going to work the same way. So you were inspired to make this challenge based on March Madness, which happens with what, basketball? College basketball. Yeah, it's a big college basketball thing. And it's really cool. If you've ever seen the, the brackets for the college basketball tournament, They start out with, uh, college basketball has a lot more, but we're going to start out with 32 different crafty ass supplies. You guys submitted, like, I can't even tell you how many, like well over 500 different supplies. And I had to, um, separate them out. And actually, uh, if you are not busy this Friday night, I'm going to have a cool webinar to show you exactly how I did it. And you'll find the details about that on craftyassmadness.com, sorry, craftyassfemale.com slash madness and in the newsletter. So if you're not in our, in our email list, if you're not in our newsletter, get on that because that's where uh, you'll be first to hear about all of the details instead of just, you know, going to craftyassfemale.com slash madness. 
But, like, if you want to go to craftyassfemale.com slash madness, like, every 10 minutes or so, I'm not going to stop you. Um, <laughs> but, like, if you want to be first, uh, first to know when all the new things come out, the best way to find out is actually to be on our Patreon, which is at uh, patreon.com slash craftyassfemale, because then you will get email alerts every time we post something, and that's where the community is at. And thank you to all of you awesome ladies who are already patrons. You guys know where it's at. But also, like, uh, definitely get on our newsletter because we know how precious inbox space is. And we really thank you for letting us letting us sit there in your, in your email. We love you. Let me tell you about the more ways to play along with our crafty-ass madness bracket. Um, aside from, like, you know, like, actually deciding whether or not paint is better than colored pens. Because, like... <laughs> and oh my god, I can't wait to see what creative things you guys come up with. It's going to be amazing. I'm just kind of excited to play around with the printable. You know, like, yes. we of all the print, like, I've never, a bracket is a very functional type of graphic. Yes. So I'm kind of excited to, like, play around with it and follow along with the challenge each week and narrow it down, but, like, maybe make it colorful or, like, the print. I'm excited about the printable. Yes. I've, I've never done a March Madness, so I've never actually worked within a bracket graphic. Yeah, that is another way to play along. We have prizes and giveaways, and like this event is just awesome. It's going to be awesome whether you are hearing this show coming out for the first time Monday at six o'clock in the morning, or whether you're hearing it, you know, in a couple of weeks. There are ways that we're making this event awesome for everyone. The first way is that there is voting every single week, and we need your help. We need your help to let us know who you think is better. Washi tape. Or wood veneer. So go to craftyassmadness.com. Oh my god, I keep saying that, guys. I'm sorry. I know. It's a, it's a long one. I know. Craftyassfemale.com slash madness. Yes, and, uh, and vote for your favorite craft supplies. And everyone who votes each week will be entered to win an Amazon gift card. Also, like Amanda was saying, filling out a bracket and making it creative is awesome. So please, get a bracket, bring it up on your device, print it out, keep it on your device, whatever, fill it out, be as creative as you want post it on instagram tag us at crafty ass female and please make sure to use the event hashtag crafty ass madness see that time i said it right way to go me i'm gonna definitely give myself a gold star sticker and ev- it's a tongue twister it, it totally is it, <laughs> crafty ass madness sounds so good that i just want to say yeah. it constantly right and so everyone who shares a bracket on instagram will automatically be entered to win uh, an Amazon gift certificate to pick up your favorite crafty-ass supplies. So, you know, tag us, crafty-ass female. Make sure to use the event hashtag crafty-ass madness. And everyone who shares a bracket during the entire event with those two things, tag us, crafty-ass female, event hashtag crafty-ass madness, will be entered to win an Amazon gift certificate. The person who posts a filled-out bracket must be posted no later than 318, March 18th, and... The person who posts that filled out bracket that's closest to the final winning Crafty Ass Madness bracket will win one of our new merch tote bags that is coming out on later later this spring. Um, they're going to be amazing. And uh, Wait, I have a weird question. Yeah. Because me being new with brackets. Yes. Just, let me ask. Are we filling it in completely based on our guess or are, are we using it to track what actually does get zero down? Well, so you can do both. Oh. So everyone who shares a bracket on Instagram, you can make as many brackets as you want. To, you can be entered to win an Amazon gift certificate, you know, 50 times. If you want to make 50 brackets and you want to make them all different and all creative mm. and all beautiful, 
go for it. But if you want to make a filled out bracket to guess what you think supply is going to win, and you know I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in about five minutes when I read you oh, okay. the bracket, and we'll talk about like you know who's ranked number one, and you know what what how this how the bracket itself actually works, and what what would constitute a winning bracket, and why it has to be posted no later than three eighteen. That one for for that prize, you need to guess who you think is going to win. Okay. Okay. So you have to fill out the whole thing until the last two. Yes. Or one. Okay. And those brackets need to be posted no later than 318. Mm. But that's not the only way to play along. Right. Um, and so let me get into how this works. So right now we have a 32 team supplies, 32 supplies, single elimination bracket. And I ranked all of our supplies based on your submissions um, and your submissions were amazing, guys, and I cannot wait to explain to you on Friday um, what went into creating this bracket, because I had so much fun, and it was, like, fantastic. And so we have four different groups. We have the color-based supplies group, we have the tool-based supplies group, we have the embellishment-related supplies group, and we have the paper-based supplies group. And over the next four weeks, we're going to have episodes on each of these groups. Today's episode is the color-based supplies episode, um, and we have uh, so many cool things to talk about. And so um, here are who's facing off this week. We have in the color-based group, number one, ink pads facing off against number eight, pastels. We have number four, watercolors based, facing off against number five, highlighters. Number six, paints facing off against number three, colored pens. Number seven, paint pens facing off against number two, markers. In the tool-based supplies group, we have number one, tape runner, facing off against number eight, clear stamping block. Number four, scissors, facing off against number five, tape gum. Number six, tiny stapler, facing off against number three, black pen. Number seven, punches, facing off against number two, paper trimmer. I'm going to tell you right now, you guys voted for so many tools. The amount of su- the amount of submissions for tape runner and paper trimmer were through the roof. So, like, if you want to like pick what you think is going to go far, I am telling you, like, tape runner and paper trimmer were like huge front runners. So, like, if you're a betting person, mm. <laughs> seriously, Vegas Vegas would be like way hot on uh, tape runner and paper trimmer. And it's so crazy because some of these are so apples and oranges. Like, how do you really choose? How do you choose? I do not know. Um, so in the embellishments group, we have number one, stickers, against number eight, labels. That's, got, that's, a, that's a hard matchup, I <laughs> We have number four, letter stickers. First number five, enamel dots. Number six, chipboard, faces off against number three, washi tape. We have number seven, wood veneer, against number two, stamps. All right. In the paper-based supplies bracket, we have number one, patterned paper, versus number eight, ephemera. Number four is traveler's notebooks, facing off against number five, sketchbooks. I think that's a real battle. I want to see somebody draw that. Can you some? Can somebody give me some fan art against that, that pits traveler's notebooks versus sketchbooks? I feel like that's a real even matchup. <sighs> yeah. And we have number six, collage paper, versus number three, sticky notes. I think you guys know who I'm voting for there. 
Um, and then last but not least, we have number seven journaling cards versus number two cardstock. So what you guys are going to do is you're going to go to craftyassfemale.com slash madness. I got it right that time. Um, and you're going to print out this bracket. If you want to fill it out and guess, you're going to fill it out and guess, and you're going to post it on Instagram no later than 318. You're going to tag us, craftyassfemale. You're going to use the event hashtag craftyassmadness. And if you are the closest, you're going to win a cool tote bag before anyone else can get them. Wow. I know, right? I mean, you might even get them before us, which would be not fair, but that's fine. Um, Otherwise, you're going to print out this bracket, and you're going to print out as many brackets as you want. You're going to make them cool and awesome, and you're going to share them on Instagram, and you're going to share them with all your friends, and you're going to make them cool and creative, and... uh, any fan art with, you know, like, who's going to win, chipboard or washi? Ooh, what if you have a washi on the chipboard? Okay. I'm so excited for this. I cannot wait. To just, I'm just so excited. This makes me so happy. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for season two in general. I oh just feel like, you know, we did 15 episodes of what was on our brain. Let's get it out. Let's talk about these things, have these conversations. And now we have Crafty Ass Female, the website. We have craftyassfemale.com slash madness, the madness challenge. We have a newsletter. We have an IG now, a Facebook, a Twitter, a Patreon page. Like, it's just, it's exciting where we feel like we can maybe go in season two. I know. And everyone who's so, coming with us. Yeah, it's a good kickoff. This is a good interactive, let's do this girls kickoff. Yeah, I know. And after chatter, I think after chatter is one of the things I'm most excited about. Yeah. One girl recently described it as like hanging out with your two best friends, which I'm happy that, you know, she perceives us that way. But yeah, it's just kind of us free flowing after episodes, right? Yeah. um, You don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? No. Um, so after Game of Thrones, they have this TV show. It's called After the Thrones, mm. where it's literally just, you know, the people hanging out, talking about After the Thrones. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is what we do. The yeah. Walking Dead has that, too. It's yes. The Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we do. So if you guys want to come and see After Chatter, Crafty Ass Female After Chatter, go to patreon.com slash Crafty Ass Female, and you can come see our brand new Crafty Ass Female After Chatter show. It starts today. Ah. It's fun. And like, we haven't done many of them, but I find that sometimes the conversation's even better than what happens on the podcast. Yes, it's amazing. Okay. So, it's fun. All right. Um, without further ado, here is the rest of episode one, season two, episode one, Crafty Ass Female, Crafty Ass Madness Color. Color. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. Welcome to the second segment of our Crafty Ass Female, Crafty Ass Madness show. Very excited. I know we wanted to make sure that these episodes were evergreen content that everyone could come back to and not just part of a one-time fun, awesome event. So we're going to discuss color-related supplies. And what I meant with color-related supplies are... The fun things that we use to add different colors to our project. So a couple of the things that we're going to discuss today are markers and paints and pens and inks. Um, we're going to steer clear of like embellishments. I really want to talk about washi tape because that's like, 
I'm adding washi tape, like I'm adding color to everything with my washi tape today. But washi mm. tape is an embellishment, and we will get to embellishments um, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> restrain, Kristen, restrain. I know, I'm trying. Um, also, post-its, post-its, you know, we could we use sticky notes on everything. Yeah. This is, yeah. 3M, come sponsor us, please. Um, <laughs> uh no, today we're going to talk about, like, you know, you buy a pack of this to add all the colors uh, to your projects. So, um, let's, let's get started. Amanda, what would you say is one of your favorite color-related supplies right now? I know we talked about uh, the, the mild liners. Yes, I love my mild liners, and those fall into the highlighter category. Or the marker category, I guess. But yes, they are definitely a favorite. And Color Man, I mean, just in general, color to me is probably the most energizing part yeah. of any. Like, that's the word that comes to mind for colors, like energizing. Like, it ha and, and as crafty as females that work on various projects, I feel a color palette can either, again, energize you or like deflate you to continue. Yeah. I totally that's how agree. I feel about like it. Um, when I'm working on like a, a project that isn't even crafty, when I'm working on like a goal setting project, or when I'm working on some content mm -hmm. and I need to like really get it out of my head, I use color mm. and like some of my best, like some of my most favorite creative projects have like nothing to do with scrapbooking. They have nothing to do with like memory keeping. They're just like outlines or brainstorms that I grabbed my watercolor paints or I grabbed mm -hmm. my markers and I'm like, I need to color code this so that like I can get into it. Yeah. I feel like color is a boost or it can be a boost. And that's kind of sometimes when you feel like you're in need of a boost, if playing with color or nailing the right color helps. <laughs> it's like, I kind of feel like that's what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. And then what's funny is like when I was running because I don't feel like I'm a runner as much as I used to be. But for a few years there, that was my main source of exercise before dancing and all that. And I would run. And like the years I realized that I was wearing neon colored sneakers, I felt like I was a better runner or like a more energetic runner as opposed to the white sneaker years. I think so that then now, now I'm just like, sense. I won't, ex yeah, I'm like, now I won't exercise in a non brightly colored sneaker so that's just like a mental game but having to do with color but then what I find is like when I'm working out or when like you said like you want to kickstart something it's a bright color but like in my surroundings and lately my go-to color palette palette has been very muted like a very soft millennial pink grays salmons blacks whites so it's funny it how that works. Is. It really is how interesting yeah. color yeah. can tell so much of your story. Yeah. And be what you need. It really can. It can take, like, it's just, it's so interesting how, and I think what's fun, and I think what, one of the best things that we're going to get into today is how different types of supplies can take that same color and treat it so differently. So true. So true. And I feel like color is a connecting 
color is like a connecting piece to any project. So you feel the more connected you feel to the colors, the more connected you feel to the project that you're using the color on. But then just like you said, same, like color is a connector, but so is the medium mm-hmm. that the color's in is a connector. That's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because wow, like, we're getting really philosophical today. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't, like Every time we think about color and using color, I think about like when we moved here and decided what to paint and like mm-hmm. why to paint things. So um, when we moved to East Lansing, uh, for those of you who don't know, East Lansing is a small town in the middle of Michigan, right next to the state capital, Lansing. Um, if you look at your hand the way you would look at Michigan, it is like literally right in the middle of your hand. Um, yeah, look at Michigan on a map. It looks like a hand. And if you put your finger in the middle of your hand, that's where that's where East Lansing is. Um, and so East Lansing is the home of Michigan State University, and it is in every way a college town. Um, it's it's like literally the quintessential, I had no idea these things actually existed, quote unquote, mm-hmm. all-American town, you, college university town. And so when we moved here, everything like way too many things were painted this spartan green which is this very much hunter green color mm. and like that's not me oh my mm-hmm. god no 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 i mean although with the right millennial pink just and, saying and and yeah and well like so we kept it in a lot of places like it's it's a really great deck color like i'm looking out mm. outside my um outside my to the, my left right now is my my deck and it looks really great because it blends in with the trees and the grass and you can't really see the deck because it just blends in and that's fantastic mm. but like monotone yeah like when i say like 50% of the things in this house were painted this dark green color i mean guys this is a mid-century modern house like no <laughs> you're just not doing it does right does jeff like that color no Mm-mm. i mean mm. and also the other thing is like there's already so many things in this town that are that color. Mm. Um, it just, I understand, like, if, if that's who you are, if you are, like, Spartan Pride, go for it. Like, totally, that's you. If that's your color, if that's the thing mm-hmm. that makes you feel vibrant and energized and excited and, you like, that's what gets you up at 5 o'clock in the morning, go for it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, like, that's what keeps me in bed at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so so we needed to change a lot of that like we needed to change that immediately and like that's something that, like if you know that about yourself like do that like if you know yeah. what your energizing colors are and you know what your draining colors are like make those changes because it's good for you it's good for your health it's good for your energy and like if you know that like being in a dark brown room makes you super sad then paint that like go yeah. go to the store and buy paint and put it on the wall like it's not yeah, color it's, is crucial it's not that color expensive is not, yeah and color is not like a little detail it's a big detail color really like affects our it, mood and our it really really does being. yeah yeah it really does and so like yeah, I wanted to get into some of these supplies today and how we can use them in our projects to help push our projects to where we want them to be and help use color so that we can be the best crafty-ass females we want to be. Yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, okay, so the first 
color supply I have on our list is markers. Um, and like markers are my favorite, I think. Like going, uh, gro growing up in art class, markers were always my favorite. They're just yeah, I feel so like easy. we didn't have much variety in art class. That's true. Like that's super true. In, in my experience, but this was like in the 80s and 90s, I just felt like, here's your markers and crayons, kids. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. I always thought to myself, like, I have these at home. Like, I guess for the uncrafty that's, kids. That's super true. Yeah. And for the uncrafty kids, they were like, whoa. But for me, I was like, I'm yawn. Like, markers, like, give me something challenging. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, that's absolutely right. When it's, I guess, when you put it like that, it is. It's markers versus crayons. And then I choose markers. And maybe that's why. Mm. I don't. Yeah, but at the same time, they were f familiar. So I was like, I felt like I could do more with them. I do feel bad about markers. I like markers because um, they, uh, you can fill in like whole areas of things. Mm. And like A it big looks. Bulk color. Yeah, it looks quote unquote perfect. Like, whereas with a, like with a crayon or with a, paint you see more of the the, the brush strokes and mm. the, the maker's marks and sometimes mm -hmm. that makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes I just want like seamless yeah exactly well like when I'm stamping and filling stuff in with markers like mm -hmm. I just like that's why I love um in my in the you know my favorite supplies I talked I love Versa, VersaFine mm -hmm. black ink because it stamps that crisp clean image like, if I stamp right. a crisp, clean image, I want to, like, color it in perfectly. Right. And I think markers, for me, are the best thing to color those in. And, like, sure, Crayola markers are not awesome. Like, they're just not. Nah, that's, that's not fantastic. They're but subpar. Like, yeah, so, like, what's your favorite marker? The Copics. Mm, I have never gotten my hands on them, although I've only seen beautiful things done with them. Mm, yeah. Oh, I gotta get, and they're like mainly known for stamp coloring, right? Like coloring in stamps? Well, they're mainly known for like... Shading. Yeah, like like graphic, like actual graphic like artists, like um, mm -hmm. like, like drawing, uh, like, oh my God, what the hell are those things called? Um, you know, they come out, like, every week. Comic books. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, like people who draw comic books. And, like, I didn't even know how to help novels. you with that one, because that was too yeah, easy. No, like, I mean, like, you know, I'm like, oh my god, the stores where they have issues. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, people who draw, like, that type of art, they use uh, Copic markers a lot. Mm. And, yeah, they're used for shading and blending and they're, I mean, they're insanely expensive. And they're, not, I mean... That's why I probably haven't had any. <laughs> yeah, no, I started collecting a few of them before we moved out here. Um, because I would go to uh, Blick every weekend. Mm -hmm. And then I would, like, buy one or two. But we don't have one of those in the East Lansing area. So I have not restarted my collection. Mm -hmm. um, which is probably a good thing in so many ways. At You know, one... At, you know what's fun about these episodes is that we also get to talk about the ebb and flow of our relationship with supplies. Yeah. And I think that's fun for anyone who's uh, new to crafting, is that, like, experiment with what you love about supplies. Um, you're going to have some supplies that you will use forever, 
and those will be your favorites. Those will be, you know, the ones you use, and that's how you will figure out your style, and yeah. that's your style evolution. And then you'll have, you know, seasonal relationships with supplies. Yeah. And you'll fall in love with them for a little while, and you'll have, like, a, you know, a period, like, you'll have your blue period with them, and where you mm -hmm. want to use all blue. Or, you know, you'll buy an amazing piece of, uh, like, an amazing supply, and you want to use it all up. Mm -hmm. It's it's fun to to explore with supplies. Yeah, and that's how you learn what's your favorites. Like, just don't go by everybody. And, like, your craft evolves and your supply preference evolves based on what you're gravitating to craft-wise, I find. So, like, that's kind of what dictates it, too. But, like, I don't know. I love Mr. Sketch Markers, but we yes. talked about that in our A&K's faves. I just love that they smell. But they're nice. I don't know. I think they do have, like, a fine tip because tip, when you talk about markers, tips are a big – the point of the marker is a big deal, too. But Mr. Sketch, for the most part, are, like, that flat highlighter. Yeah, the chisel and, tip. The chisel tip. And, I mean, I used them when I was teaching. I loved writing big posters and uh, just lettering with them and handwriting. Just because of the different colors and they have different shades of each color, so I was able to do a lot with them. So I and what I find too is like any poster I'm making for life stuff, whether it be garage sale or da da da, like this is all part of being a crafty as female too. Like when it's not a shared project or like mm -hmm. you know when you just need to make something, I think they're like the best because they're a big bold stroke, totally a lot of different colors, and yeah, colors is an, is a big thing for me. So I love my. Uh, the pastel Mr. Sketch, which, which we talked about. And then Tombow, I got my hands on the yes. Tombow dual brush pens. And they have two yes. different tips and mainly for lettering, of course, yes. which I don't do. But still, I, I've been using them in another really nice bold. And they don't do a lot of what the Mr. Sketch does, which is when you're filling in, you kind of do it by line. Mm -hmm. And if you overlap the line, then you have a darker piece. So Tombow, I feel like Copic is a good blending. Yeah. It's a better blender marker. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm also a huge fan of Sharpies. I think they've been coming out with some amazing colors mm -hmm. lately. And and is it just for the colors and the fine tip? Or is it like the the black permanent you're talking about? Both. Yeah. I think you can also use them on so many, like, as you were saying, like DIY stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's so much fun to have, uh, like, colors for that. Like, stuff for the garden is really nice to have Sharpies for, um, mm -hmm. because it's outside, and you can't really use water-based markers outside. Right. Um, and writing on washi. Mm, yeah, definitely, writing on washi. And the, some, there's some awesome Sharpies that have the super fine tip on one side, mm -hmm. which is great for journaling, and then the regular Sharpie tip on the other side. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the there's nice things about markers, is a lot of them do have the, the dual tips, because a lot of yeah. the tips are... Uh, tips are so important in markers mm -hmm. um so that's it's, yeah it's always nice when they do that the deep heavy permanent black sharpie is what is my favorite and i mean i write on like tupperware like yes. you're saying like washi like it's good for labeling and then there's a cd specific one oh yeah, so, like, it's meant for writing on CDs, although who does it anymore, or DVDs, right? My mom used to have a bunch whenever we would have, like, the old computer where she would burn CDs and, like, audio CDs and all that. But that was always my favorite black Sharpie marker. For some reason, it, it wrote 
clearer and didn't smudge as much as uh, the normal one. Yeah. So I always look for that. I'm always like, which is the CD special one? Which is the CD one? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. 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 So those markers are, are those are the things that I think about markers. I have a huge box of markers that I just keep all of my markers in. Um, and isn't it so disappointing when you see them start to fade? <gasps> like you're using, you're like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm going to grab my big, huge box of markers and we'll show it on the, uh, on the after chatter Fun. show. Um, yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about is paint. And so I have yeah. paint broken down into two different categories. I want to talk about watercolor. And now to clarify, all that we're talking about was was part of people's contributions, right? Yeah. And I um so mm. like for uh the survey that we did, um in our crafty in our A and K Love Supply Show, after we asked everybody what are your favorite supplies, you guys gave us uh hundreds of answers. More than that, oh my god, your supplies were amazing. And so we ran through all of your favorite supplies and jotted down a couple of really great um, categories. And now we're talking about exactly those few you jotted. Yeah. Which would you say were the most, the ones that we're talking about were the most common listed? Definitely. Like a lot, a lot. Everyone loves markers, everyone yeah. has tons of different. And, like, super specific favorite markers. Mm-hmm. Um, also, people love pens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to get into pens. Um, otherwise, paint. Yeah, <laughs> right. The, the next thing we're going to talk about is paint. And so um, I wanted... And you broke it up into two. Yeah, as, I broke it up into two different categories because I think that it's important... They're used so differently. So I have mm-hmm. watercolors and acrylic paints. Um, and so I'll get, let's get to watercolors in a second. But with acrylic paints, um, I want to break it down a little, even further. Um, and there are acrylic paint, like that you would use with a paintbrush. And then there are acrylic paint pens, which uh, a bunch of people love. Um, See the paint pens when you sent that to me. I have a big question mark because I'm not even sure in my head what those are. I know what watercolor, water, water brushes. brushes. Yeah, yeah. So I know those. I love paint pens. I think they're yeah. so cool. Um, I think they're just like markers in a way. Um, mm. So paint pens are. I mean, they're just kind of pretty much what they sound like. It's a paint, it's acrylic paint in a pen-like system. Um, and again, I will we'll bring it on in the after show. Um, my mom got me a cool box for my birthday of chalk paint ink pens. Chalk. Yeah. Mm. And so think of it like if you, uh, they're, about, they're about the size of the Mr. Sketch pen barrel. So a little bit thicker. And, I think I do know. And and the nib is white when you uh when you pull it apart when you first use it, and mm. you need to like uh press it down several times yes. to get the nib coated with the paint with the yeah. paint, and then you start using it. Um, and so gotcha. the paint is a little bit thinner than a normal acrylic paint would be. 
And when you shake it, it makes a spray can sound? It does. If you've yeah, ever seen, um, like if you've ever gone to Whole Foods, or if you've ever seen people do these cool chalkboard, like uh, mm -hmm. marquee signs, that's how people are doing them, with the paint pens. <laughs> I was going to sneeze. Ah, it didn't come out. Um, yeah, so paint, cool. paint pens are really cool to do. Um, I totally get it. If you ever have, like, uh, the chalkboard wall in my office, which mm. we will be relocating to at some point, um, if you have chalkboard wall, if you have chalkboard anything, the chalk paint pens are amazing for, uh, for that. They are really cool because you can, um, you have a really good handle on them. Mm-hmm. And, and the tip yeah, makes it... exactly. And some mm. of them are pretty cool. The ones my mom got me are really cool because you can take the tip out and it's uh like bullet tip on one side and chisel tip on the other mm. side uh so totally reversible and you get like two pens in one uh but there are like gold paint pens so that you could add like little gold like embellishment things uh my mom used to love doing that when we were when we were young um really fun yeah she would like make uh christmas ornaments now that you say that my mom one chris i think it was mm -hmm. christmas 2016 she had us do for her office for everyone in her office she made them a wine glass and she printed out their names in like calligraphy and we taped it to the inside of the glass and then with a paint pen yeah we traced and so but it was like a specialty glass one that if you wash it it was supposed to come off but totally understand now <laughs> yeah paint pens are awesome huge fan of paint pens yeah. so like if, if you like i like the pen style of um like just tactilely speaking i like the pen mm -hmm. so like i like that's why i like markers that's why i like um right pens so right, like, as opposed to brush Right, certain brushes I don't love, mm -hmm. but um, I just feel like because of school in general, we're more familiar with the pen tool. Yeah. So anything resembling a pen is going to feel more like home and easy than promote more ease of use. Yeah. Like, okay, so now I'm going to go, okay, so I'm going to flip back and tell you a story about what I've been working on a little bit lately. Oh, because I sent it to you. I did. You got it today. I sent you the little crafty-ass female uh, Obsessed. scrapbook that I made. So I made that um, with Do I have it? oh, it's over there. watercolor colored pencils. Because you draw and then you add water. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I used a sheet of watercolor paper. And then I stamped on that sheet of watercolor paper using stays on black ink. Then I took the watercolor colored pencils and I colored in the stamped area. And then I used watercolor brushes um, that have the water inside them already, mm -hmm. which I like so much more. I feel like I have so much more control mm -hmm. and then I'm not like, cause I'm a klutz a little bit. Like, yeah. part of it is because, like, my headache medicines make my hands shake a little bit sometimes, which, like, sucks. Mm -hmm. But, like, oh, well, whatever. What am I going to do about it? Have headaches? No. That means I can't create anyway. So, mm -hmm. um, I'd much rather have the water in my brush so that I don't have to put brush in water, 
mm-hmm. drag the water across my project where it's like invariably going to drip all over the place. I'd rather yeah. have the water in the brush. Um, and then I can just squeeze it a little bit and control how much water comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it goes from being colored pencil to watercolor. It just smooths out the strokes. like Yeah, and it, it looks... Yeah. And, and you can do like as much or as little blending as you want to. Mm-hmm. And like you can add more pencil. Like there are some that I kept... Like I pulled so t- to make that page, and uh, Amanda will take cute pictures. I sent it to her because she's much better at oh styling. Oh so styling. cute! <laughs> it's the cutest. Um, so like for some of the stamped images, I colored in one color. Like I pulled out uh, six colored pencils, in the same, uh, like warm tones. So like two pinks, an orange, a yellow, orange, a yellow. And uh, darker yellow. Uh, some of the stamped images I colored in one color. And then as I was feeling um, better using them, some of the stamped images I colored in two or three colors. And then when I went over them with the watercolor brush, I felt like some of them I wanted to feel more pink. Some of them I wanted mm. to feel more orange. And so you can add more pencil even when it's wet. And that'll give it a bolder color. Um, Because essentially what they are is, I'm assuming, is the concentrated material that's on a palette in a pencil form. So technically, like, if I took the little circle palette and drew, I could technically do that and add water would be the same. That's exactly what you can do. Yeah, that's interesting. And that's, like, so interesting. I, I... like working on art stuff in short bursts sometimes and Mm. so I really love having uh clean supplies and so watercolor colored pencils are fantastic for that and the same thing with the watercolor brushes uh Mm. you have your whole palette and your whole brush you can just take it with you you don't need to worry about getting you know a cup of water you don't need to worry about having your paints you just have your pencils in your brush and you can bring your whole watercolor anywhere you want to go. Right. Um, and watercolor pencil, like watercolor in general, which I, uh, we talked about my mom buying me this gorgeous watercolor set, mm-hmm. which I still have not. And those are tubes. Those are tubes, which yeah. we still have to talk about. Oh, I know. I know. I have to, I haven't gotten to them yet. I'm still in the midst of, uh, moving all of my stuff around. I'm, uh, I'm getting much but closer. That's, that's interesting to me because they're already like, an oil-based kind of, or not, maybe oil's not the right word, but it's already, like, a softer yeah, I, I, base. Yeah, they're they're ready, like, it's it's the complete opposite of the pencil mm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to use, uh, th- like, yeah, that end of it. Yeah. yeah, and they must be really, those are, like, probably ideal for blending. Mm-hmm. Because you can mix the paint before you tack the water and... yeah. But I'm, I, I need to. I need to wait until my my. I have a lot more space and room and like freedom in my brain, because mm-hmm. that I know I need like. I need a couple hours before I can jump into that for the first time. Have you ever gone to a paint night? No, I. You know no, I haven't because like. 
like the wine and paint nights yeah. that are so popular, well, I, which I think both of us haven't gone because they are something for the uncrafty people to make feel like they're crafty. When you're crafty all the time, I don't think they appeal to you as much, you know? <laughs> it's that's that's one of it. That's one thing. Also, yeah. I don't have any like local lady friends. And yeah. three, I can't drink. So yeah. going to <laughs> yeah. a like going to the social. Then your events, painting would just look the best. I guess. <laughs> that's 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 like yeah. Th- these are the conversations I've had in my head. Christine, yeah. why don't you go to these things? Because I, it would just literally be like my my introverted awkwardness the entire time, and yeah. then I could just like sit at home and watch Bob Ross on Twitch and just yeah. make my own painting. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, but no, like, watercolors are so cool. Like, um, if you want to start out with watercolors, one of my favorite things to start out with was uh, Jane Davenport made a line at Michaels, hmm. um, and she has all these super, super, super cute products. Like, if you want to start out in like this uh, mixed media dabble into like the art supplies, uh, she has like the most adorable. Like, some of it is mermaids, some of it is uh just it's just light and fun and Mm -hmm. she's got a lot of cool things on her website too about how to like just you know step your foot into the into the into the water is she a watercolor artist she is a mixed media type artist person she doesn't just do watercolors because they have there's there's acrylic paints in her line uh there's colored pencils in her line uh she has a ton of traveler's notebook inserts um, hmm. and you can get a lot of it at Michael's and you can get a lot of it on her website too, but I think her website is, uh, I know she's Australian. Hmm. Um, but I have, I have, that's, that's how I got started with watercolors last year. My mom got me, uh, two sets of her watercolors and a lot of what she does is faces. Okay. Um, so like I have this cool set of washi tape that I got from her too. Oh right, we're not we're not talking about washi tape. Um, restrain, restrain. We'll talk about her washi tape uh, later. <laughs> um, but if you want to get started with like a small amount of watercolors, I really, really, really suggest the the Jane Davenport ones. I know Prima mm-hmm. makes ones too um, that are very I similar. I have an Angora palette. Angora. I I feel like I'm versed in paints both acrylic and watercolor but I'm not practiced in them so I, I've I've dabbled and I can talk about them but I'm not really familiar familiar the way I am with paper and markers and like office supplies. Mm-hmm. I feel the exact and same I, way yeah and just like you're saying with Jane I'll see someone who is versed get inspired like for a second and try it and it's more copying their style that's what you do first right like let me see if I can work the way they work and then I lose steam really quick and I want to go back to paper and digital and stuff I know so well, that's why I, like the thing that I made that I gave to you is exactly what I love to do like okay mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna make a scrapbook mm-hmm. how can I incorporate a yeah. new thing into my scrapbook yeah right you blend what you're unfamiliar with with what you're super familiar with right. and then play that way. Right. Yeah, I do that too. And like stamping repeating backgrounds is like one of my things. So yeah. how can I add some mixed media into my repeating stamping backgrounds? Right, totally. Oh, we should totally do uh, a technique video. 
on yeah. repeating stamping backgrounds because that's like my yeah. favorite thing in the whole could, world. I could list a bunch of techniques. Anyway, for another podcast. Yes. Uh, yes. How, how, yeah. how to use all of these supplies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. watercolors. If you want to get started with watercolors, buy a small palette. Like these ha- these Jane Davenport ones, and Prima has them. Did I say Prima has them? Um, yeah. Yeah, these have like 12 colors. And like start small. You don't need everything. Start small right. and use them. And if you like them, you'll know, and then you'll go from there. Also, the, uh, the Get Messy art journaling community is a fantastic resource mm-hmm. for all things art journaling. Um, and they're awesome and they will help you out with all sorts of supplies and all sorts of wonderful things like that. Yeah, cool. Okay, so acrylic paints. I think acrylic paints are what we kind of all think about when we think about paint. Because that's mm-hmm. like the red, the blue, the yellow, the green that we all got out when we got the smocks and stuff in kindergarten. <laughs> all right, everybody, you know, grab grab your mom or your dad's shirt that they made you bring in, yeah. in first grade. <laughs> Button it up. It was and... the first real experimental medium. <laughs> um, and let's uh, let's make those handprint turkeys. <laughs> totally, totally. But like acrylic paint is, I mean, it, you can do like you can do so much with it. You can do so like it's so basic, and then it's so advanced. Everyone has their own. Like Allie Edwards has some. Uh, you can go to Martha has some at like every single store for like ninety nine cents. You can go to Michael's and buy, like, every color of Martha Stewart paint on the sun when it's on sale for, like, 60 yeah. cents a bottle. Um, yeah. But if you really like it, there's, like, some incredible acrylic paints that are just amazing. Um, yeah, and now they're, speak, going back to the color, they're in, you can get them available in, like, any color. Like, primary colors to me just turn me off but once you take me that's why I like watercolor I usually go the th- like any any supplies I usually go the 36 pack because you'll get your grays your lighter mm-hmm. pinks your pastels like I need that extra realm of color because I, I end up gravitating toward those and then those get all, all worn down but yeah acrylic paints now have really nice soft muted or like jade yeah there's stone, there's this color colors, like that uh Vanessa, um, my friend Vanessa turned me on to. It's called Payne's Gray. It's just the most, it's just the right color gray. Like, yeah. there's some grays that are just not, not the right color, but this is just, mm-hmm. this is right. It's, it's a golden acrylic color. It's just, it's, it's perfect. And, and there are different types of acrylics. So like they, you have the, the heavy body acrylic that's like, you know, you squeeze it out of the tube and it stays, like, mm-hmm. it piles high. And then mm-hmm. the light body acrylic where you squeeze it out of the tube and it, like, makes a big pool. Mm-hmm. And, like, depending on what your project is and depending on what you want to work with, there's just, you know, I mean, it's late-stage capitalism. We have different varieties of everything you could possibly want. So right. whatever it is you want, it's out there for you, depending on yeah. how much money you want to spend on it. Acrylics, to me are so satisfying but that's because I like how thick they are I like like every year Halloween time pumpkin painting it's been a yearly tradition in my family since we were little and this past Halloween when me and my sister got together and did our annual pumpkin painting I was like like every year it reminds me how much acrylic paint 
satisfies me. And then I get into this like, gosh, what can I use acrylic paint? Like it just drives me crazy. Like the the fact that I could take a super thick brush, a super opaque black, and just stroke, mm-hmm. like, and it just comes out a thick black creamy stroke. And I'm just like, it's it's, and I it's funny because I recently wrote a blog post. Back when we were, I wrote a whole blog post about the last time you and my sister pumpkin painted and how we're so different. And you can tell based on our pumpkins, like I need to make a family of pumpkins and do it in thick, abstract, quick strokes. And she she focuses on one pumpkin and like layers the paint and lets it dry and does another layer and does this detailed, gory face. Like we're so different, but both are using acrylic paint. And like, whenever I think of acrylic paint, I'm like pumpkins, like (laughs) that's just... It's the first thing that comes to my head because it's what we always use. So every year I have practice in it, but am I using acrylics all year long? No, but they are super satisfying. They and I, I, so ours is a, just a blend. Oh my God, they're just so satisfying. And I love when real artists are acrylic specialists and you see them goop it. And they just have like gooped strokes and they use the thickness and the texture as part of what they're making. I, I'm dead. Like, I'm just like, yes, like all hail to that. It's so visually, it's satisfying. Texturally. Tec- it's, yeah, texturally, oh God, it's satisfying. Oh, yeah. I, don't know, I, don't know. <laughs> I feel it's like just... acrylic paint is like my smooth R&B. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> like, that's so good. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. If I used it enough, it would probably be on one of my faves, but I don't use it enough. Well, it's one of those things why you I need think... space because it has to dry. Yes. You have to need space. You need time. And that's another thing, a big thing with me with paints in general, watercolor and acrylic, where I'm most often anything that isn't a digital memory keeping project I'm not as familiar with and then I just want to try 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 move on try 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 move on like I don't want to spend the time it takes to get good I just want to like blast things out and then what gets me in trouble with that is almost all the time with acrylic or watercolor you need the right kind of paper and that paper it needs to be thick and expensive and then when as soon as I see that paper and it's in front of me I freeze I get like crafter's block because I know it's, it's good expensive paper and you I don't want to go through it yeah <laughs> yeah so like something like you did where you trim the paper down tiny and did and worked in what you were familiar with with the paint that was like that's that really resonated with me because I could totally do that with paper but like a big canvas ready for me to put acrylic on like that's not going to happen pumpkins are different pumpkins right they will eventually deteriorate and die so right why not put some paint on them deal on them totally so that's part of my problem too is like I'll experiment with the paint on the wrong paper just to try, 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 throw it out, try again, try it, like, just to experiment, but then it's the wrong paper, and then I'm not having the right... Yeah, wh- one of the yeah. things that I did when I got these, uh, the watercolor colored pencils was made sure that I got watercolor paper. Paper. Mm-hmm. Watercolor paper. I can talk today. Yeah. This is good. Good job. Um, and that made literally all of the difference in the world. I, yeah. uh, I have them on my Amazon influencer page, and we can, we can link to that in the show notes. So, uh, so you guys can see the watercolor colored pencils that I got. I love them. It was 72 watercolor colored pencils for, uh, I, I got them on an Amazon lightning deal for $20. So I think they're, I think nice. they're like regularly like $78. So I was like, um, score, but I think they've been on sale for like 30 bucks for the last two weeks. So hopefully they will still be on sale. Um, but they're amazing. And 72 colors, you can just like blend, blend, blend. 
And it's so nice to, like, start, like, have, like, three or four, like, gradient shades of a color mm-hmm. and then, like, watch them blend with the, the, the water. It's so satisfying. Yeah. It's just, like, really, really satisfying to, like, work on that while you're watching a show or something. It's it's just the best. Yeah, ombre is such a trend, so it's, anything that makes that easier. It's it's so it's it just feels really nice. Fun. Um okay, so next I want to talk about crayons. Um which have come a long way since our days of markers or crayons. Uh yeah. Yeah, you can find them still exactly the same as well. <laughs> That's true. I do. I, I went through and I had two packs of crayons. And I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that I had, like, literally Crayola crayons. I have a 16-pack tw- yeah. and a 24-pack. Um, but there are cool adult crayons, too. There are watercolor crayons that do very similar things to watercolor colored pencils. But they do have a bit, like, more to them. So, like, you'll get, like, more of the the medium onto your page uh but you have a little bit less control over it Mm, it's probably more oil based i don't know if it's more oil based because they're watercolor crayons oh yeah but like they the way i think like just think of the way you would use a crayon as opposed to the way you would use a colored pencil and like Mm -hmm. it just I don't even know, like, how to explain it using words. Because, like, I can just, like, I feel it with my hand. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But, like, again, I do things, like, when I stamp and then color it in with a colored pencil. Like, I would color in every single part of the stamped image with a colored pencil and then go over Mm -hmm. it with a water brush. Whereas if I were Mm -hmm. using my uh, watercolor crayons, I wouldn't necessarily worry about coloring in every single section. Mm because the crayon has oh, so the more one stroke goes a more goes a longer mm, way yeah exactly um mm. and but those are really cool too because because they have a higher concentration you can do um it's easier to blend diff- like more different colors mm-hmm. uh like a while back i was doing like lots of blues and greens for like a oceany thing mm-hmm. with the crayons and that was really fun because with the colored pencils you're going to get much more of a like a smooth blend mm-hmm. um, with the crayons. Like, I mean, if you, once you add the water, they kind of stay because of the, because there's so much color concentrate in them. They stay a little bit more in their lane and they stay where they're supposed to be. Right. Um, eventually if you add enough water, they'll go where you put the water because that's mm-hmm. how they work. But when you start adding small amounts of water, uh, you can get them to blend a little bit, and that's really nice. Um, but uh, the like, I have some Stampin' Up watercolor crayons that are good. My favorite watercolor crayons are by Neo Color, and they're um, yeah. yeah, they're amazing. They also make non watercolor crayons that are just awesome adult crayons. And uh, one of my favorite things to do with these. Are, they have a really good white crayon that, like, if you use dark backgrounds and you want, like, white crayon, like, chalkboard effect, mm. that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So that's one of my favorite things. Um, and crayons, like, these adult crayons you're talking about, they, they work the same, whereas they start with a tip, and as you use them, the tip 
yeah. like whittles down, mm -hmm. right? That's always was an issue for me is like yeah. once the tip was gone and you sharpened them, they never were like a good tip again. Never. Even a sharpened, even a sharpened crayon. Never. Yeah, but I like the idea of crayons as a more loose yes. kind of, you know, ab like what's her name? The artist that I follow, Melody Hansen, she does a lot of crayon work. It's just that like crayon texture where like she writes words in it and you see like the the broken up like and it kind of matches the feel of what mm -hmm. she's saying like she talks about feelings 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 and feeling a little broken and a little confused and da, da, da. and then the crayon texture matches that emotion so in that way sharp or no sharp the crayon will work but I always it, it in execution as a kid I was always like in look in need of the sharpened crayon. <laughs> I think that's how I, that's that's what I feel like in the crayon in the crayons versus markers debate. Like yeah, I want like if I'm actually going to commit to putting something down on paper, I want it to look correct. Mm -hmm. But also like sometimes I don't like actually give a shit anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that's little, that's I what I need to like get across. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like when you don't need the perfection of a stroke or you're going to use a crayon in an intentional way to convey a feeling, mm -hmm. then I'm like crayon. But I have like a very, as a kid, like coloring books were my thing. Mm -hmm. So, and only my Crayola crayon box. So I just have a very emotional connection with crayons. Like I'll always stick up for them, even though. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I recently went to like a Duane Reed and picked up the old school 64 box. And on the mm -hmm. back, it's like, we're retiring daffodil yellow or whatever that yellow was. Or dandelion, dandelion. right? Dandelion. And I was like, how could you retire dandelion? <laughs> I was like, dandelion, no. It's like, what are you going to call your sunflowers? Like, I was like having like a little kid flashback of like, don't retire it. Like, let it live on. And what would you replace it with? Probably the same exact color with a different, more kid-friendly name. Do you remember the name, the color contest? Yes, and I would submit. And I think Robin's Egg Blue won one year. I yeah, like, I remember macaroni good. and cheese. <laughs> yeah. I would submit. I was one of those. Um. Okay, so crayons. so from from our, we need our childhood crayons to... Uh, <laughs> Let's let's go to inks. Let's do it. So ink is an interesting category. I wrote it down because uh, a lot of our viewers, listeners, awesome, crafty ass females, talked about it in terms of stamping ink. Mm -hmm. um, but then a few of them started talking about ink like the way you would use it, like if you were doing calligraphy. Writing a declaration. Yeah. Of yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I was which is foreign to me. Yeah, I was cleaning out my uh my office, getting ready for destash and moving everything, and I found a bottle of gold acrylic ink. Um, which I bought at the art store before we moved and didn't you know, obviously haven't unpacked since. Um but like that's like that's what that is. It's for just like if you want to paint with acrylic ink or if you want to use calligraphy or whatever you want, ink is meant to be used with a fountain pen. Right. If you want to use mm. like a yeah, an actual like nibbed 
ink mm. pen or a paintbrush like literally mm. both are on the label but it 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 looks like a little bottle um but you could also use like if you had a um like a medicine dropper mm. and you wanted to like do little splatters or something like mm. that would be really cool um it's also like this awesome color gold that has like the right gold color and then the perfect amount of like shimmer on top of it too. Mm-hmm. So like if you wanted to make like the best gold mist ever, it's definitely right. it's definitely that too. Because inks in that way are just more watery than yes. paint. So you can do this dabbing. It's kind of like what misting was mm-hmm. in a mister. Exactly. Yeah, so those are inks. inks. Like mm. there's so many different ways to take like ink and use yeah. that as color too. It's like yeah, there's yeah. like misting was really big in the scrapbooking world. I don't mm-hmm. know what like five years ago, yeah, six or seven years ago, there was like um, yeah, probably about about that. Like Heidi Swap has like shines. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a imagine a little spray bottle like the kind you would use if you had like a sore throat and you needed to put like sore throat spray in the back of your throat i know it's a great image or like banaka yeah exactly 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 (laughs) um and like that would be filled with colored ink that you would then spray on your project to get down your throat yeah not down that would don't don't yes psa please don't put like spray ink down your throat like definitely don't do that um uh and, like, it would look like, you know, a haphazard splatter yeah. Um, for when that look was in. Yeah, I think it was big before pocket scrapbooking got really big. Because once you started putting things in a pocket, it almost took away from that on-the-page mm-hmm. kind of effect. So mm-hmm. I feel like once scrap, 12 by 12 scrapbooking was big and pages were big outside of the pocket, misting had its Yeah, its I, think that's, I think that's totally right. <laughs> I think that's spot on. Um, yeah. But, like, that's a type but of when ink, you, and then there's, like, stamping ink. Yeah, when you said inks, that's where my brain went. Um, like, stamp. Yeah. And so you, we've talked about this in our f- supplies, you love the Stazon, right? Yeah, Stazon ink, totally. Stazon. And it comes yeah, in a bunch now, of different colors, too. And when you watercolored your pencil inside, it didn't run. No, not at all. And that's, like, See, like that's mm-hmm. specifically what it's for. <laughs> yeah. That's. That's a ride or dying. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, that's 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 uh, like super important. Yeah, it's it's funny too because it's it's different from most inks, and it it sounds and it feels and it smells different from all the other inks. Like it mm. it, it smells very similar to like a Mister Sketch marker. Mm. Um, I guess it depends on like which one, like maybe a combination of the two, because it has a very right. fruity floral smell to it, and then it it's very sticky. Um, in, like, a way that a lot of the other inks aren't, um. Which probably makes it not smudgeable, like. Right, it's, it's very unsmudgy, but as soon as it dries, and it dries pretty quickly, it's permanent. Like, very Mm -hmm. similar to Sharpie, super permanent, and if you watercolor over it, it is not going to smudge. If you, uh, you know, get it wet, it's not going to smudge, so any type of layering you want to do with it it's perfect for that and it comes in a, a million different colors so like i i stamp in black so i use the black one almost all mm-hmm. the time but i have a, a gray one that is really nice too um 
but like you can go on Amazon and get whatever. Is color it you called want. like a certain kind of ink? Like, is it a pigment ink? And what is the difference if it's a pigment ink or another kind of ink? It's a specifically blended ink. Like, it's a proprietary blended ink mm. in between. Uh, so, like, it's it's in between. Hmm. Um, and so, like, the difference between for for stamping ink, the difference between pigment inks and dye inks are like dye inks are water based and pigment inks are like paint based so like mm-hmm. it's the difference between like our watercolors and our acrylic paints again Got just it. in ink pads um mm-hmm. and like yeah that that really is like the difference between your your ink pads um and so like your your pigment ink pads are going to like dry out a little bit sooner if you don't take care of them mm-hmm. and your dye ink pads but again like we talked about in our supply episode, the biggest thing with ink pads are the quality of the, the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So find the manufacturer you like. Remember to buy the little ones. And that's that's especially true with uh, with this, our color episode. Buy the tiny ink pads if you want uh, a wealth of colors in your, in your mm-hmm. stamp pads. I recently got from rubberstamps.com. They sent me the Remarks pigment ink, Ooh. and they're all like these little... Um, yeah, like one by one little ink pads, but I got so many colors of them. They sent me so many colors. So I'm like, I've been using those. Although when they stamp, it's more of like whatever the color is, it comes out more pastel, like not a bold. A little bit more muted. Yeah. Yeah. Like a more muted stamp. So there's that. But I think it also has something to do with the actual pad. Like they're very spongy. When the pads are very spongy, Mm -hmm. I feel like the stamp picks it up in like a a sponged way like it isn't like a solid a- application yeah it's 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 really interesting how the different manufacturers make different stamp pads mm-hmm. and like how yeah. so many different things that are like a similar product can actually work so differently Mm-hmm. Um, like we were talking about mists earlier, there are so many different companies that made different mists and that still make different mists. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all are just slightly different mm-hmm. and then they all and react it's... differently with however yeah. you're actually using them. And it's funny cause so much a part of my creative journey and evolution with supplies is seeing someone stamp, let's say, right. And thinking like, Oh, look at them stamp. I love how they did that on that project. Let me try. And then thinking just going to the store and buying the same color stamp pad will create the same effect and only to find out like, oh, mine looks nothing like how hers looked and then trying to figure out why and then no, like realizing, oh, it's not just enough to go to the store and buy a stamp pad. Like I have to find out what stamp pad she used, like what technique she did. So there's all that. Like that's funny because that's what would happen to me. I would see someone use a better quality ink and then when I would try it with the store brand that I just would get, be frustrated that it didn't create the same thing. Yeah. But it's just part of it. <laughs> it is. And it's, it's, it's interesting how like those tiny little things like add up. Yeah. And like how, to, like the crafter you become. Right. And then like, especially yeah. in these little projects that we see people do and yeah. you're like, okay, I think I know, I think I can do that. And like, the thing is, is that you definitely can do that, and you, you, yeah, you want like you're getting frustrated because you know you can do that. You just 
don't exactly know how yet. And like, you yeah. may have figured out like 75% of it on your own, but like that 25% is just because you don't have the right information yet. Yeah. And then that's where creativity comes in. Cause let's say I did see a big, bold stamp on a project and I wanted to replicate that. But then what I ended up getting was this muted thing, but then creativity comes in and goes, okay, well, this is what I'm working with. So how can I use a muted stamp? And like, then you, then you try and figure out, well, if this is what I'm getting instead of that, how can what I'm getting be maximized totally. on this project? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And then you start to improvise and yeah, pioneer. Totally. I think that's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. And then like, Again, like the best thing about figuring all of this stuff out is that you figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And like figuring out what doesn't work for you is the only thing that's going to make you better. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like getting frustrated that you can't make things that one, people are getting paid to make, two, people have been making for like, I mean, literally 20 years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's, that's, like, you can get frustrated in the moment. Mm-hmm. But, like, just to continue getting frustrated, don't do not do that to yourself. Yeah. Just don't. Because that's, you, you're better than that. And you can learn. It accomplishes nothing. Yeah. And, and you are, ju- if you've gotten to this point in the podcast, you know that you're capable of so much more than just continually getting frustrated at the same thing. Right. And and right. you're here to learn. You're here to be the best crafty ass female you can possibly be. And uh and and you can you can kick some ass at these projects. So look at it and be like, okay, I like this part. I like this part. I don't like this part. Why don't I like this part and what can I do to make it better? Mm-hmm. And then you've, you know, one, you have a project. Two, you know exactly what you don't like for next time. And three, you've already, you know, you've accomplished something. You've learned something for next time. And you're on your way to making something that's going to be better than you made before. Which is a hell of a lot more than anyone else is doing. And key point is just keep making. Just keep making because you're going to land on something that feels good. And taps into like your creative self eventually. Absolutely, it happen right away. <laughs> and and yeah. And sometimes, like when you get frustrated at the beginning of of projects, just stepping away and taking a second, or a day even, or like two days, and working on a new project. When you come back to those projects that frustrate you at the beginning, sometimes those turn out to be the best projects. Yeah. Hint, hint. Go back to our crafter's block episode. So many, so many good tips in there. Totally. Yeah. And so I think like, let's finish up with the last supply category. Yeah. Um, so I have pens. We also have highlighters. Let's, let's talk about them together. Yeah. They can totally be bunched. Um, yeah. So office supply type. Yeah. It's the aisle. Everyone Looks forward to tripping down. <laughs> like, not physically tripping, taking a trip down. Um, you know, I've definitely tripped down some. <laughs> oh, let me see yeah. what that thing down is there over at the yeah. end cap. Oh, yeah, I think I need that. Honestly, this is why I haven't bought a Costco membership yet. 
<laughs> uh, Costco moved into town in uh, November, and this is why I literally have not bought a Costco membership. Because I, you'd go home with a 50-pack, <laughs> with a 150-pack? Yeah, no, I, I, I literally, like, I have images of... um the like 32 packs of sharpie markers <laughs> and like the, the 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 of the you know the the sharpie highlighters the sharpie you liquid act like highlighters that would be excessive or something <laughs> <laughs> like you wouldn't get used out of that all year long oh it's just i Restrain, don't I, yeah i do, i don't <laughs> need it yeah i know you never need it uh, yeah i i figure the longer i can go without it the better it is for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I see, I the, like, that would be the, like, I would go to Costco with my mom as, like, in high school. Like, yeah. literally, so that I could, like, manipulate her into buying me one thing <laughs> from the office aisle. Yeah, see, going to Costco with my mom would be a good thing, because she'd say, put that back. <laughs> going by myself is the danger. <laughs> oh, no. You know, that's, this is when I was, like, 15. I would be like, mom would be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Costco after school. Do you want to come? I'm like, oh, yeah. Maybe I, yeah. Can, maybe I can trick her into buying me some binders. <laughs> like, mom, I need one binder for a project. Why don't we get this set of three? It's a better deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, pens and high, like, I... This is where this is where you can take boring and make it extraordinary. Yeah, planner, babe, basics, pens it's, and highlighters. It's it's fantastic. Um okay, so what are your favorite pens for color? Yeah, so those those always evolve. I feel like they're different every year. Lately, they've been Papermate Ink Joy because I've never met a smoother non-smudgeable pen it's like it's like a smooth ink pen or an ink gel it's like a gel pen which that counts right gel pen totally but they have a bunch of different colors now none of that muted yet although they're probably coming out it's a lot of brights um but i mainly use the pink and the black on everything if my if my spread or like my planner strips are more teal like they are this march i'll go the teal or the teal ones i try to like coordinate my pens but those and then the stabilio mm -hmm. for a while were my favorite in planners i like that they kind of had a pencil outside looking but they're actually like a cute marker pen like their tip like their choice of color they have a really i use the gray all the time the salmon the pretty turquoise so and on amazon i believe you can buy them by the single so i Ooh, would buy double of really? the colors i liked i believe so yeah and mild liners too i had i got a collection at the beginning of last year of just my top four favorite Stabilo colors, top four favorite mild liner colors, and those just take me through the year. Oh my god, the that's year and amazing. Match, yeah, match match my palette that energizes. And yeah, but those are probably my two favorite at the moment. The Papermate Ink Joy and Stabilio. Yeah, those are the ones I'm using right now. I got mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends bought me uh, a mini pack. They're like half size. Cute. Paper source has them, I think. Yeah, and they came with, like, these neon ones, so, like, I can just put them in my bag and bring them everywhere with me. Yeah. Um, I also really like, uh, the Le Pens. Um. Le Pens. Yeah, they can picture those in my head. They are tiny, uh, they're, they're small, and, they, like, they come in, uh, 
You can usually find them in stationery stores. Okay. They have the best colors, and you can buy them in single packs. It is the best gray pen I've ever had. Like, it's just the best color gray. And if you want gray journaling, like... It's just the best, hands down, the best gray journaling pen I've ever seen. So the gray Le Pen. L-E space pen. Le Pen. Um, Le Pen. Yeah, no, you can French. get, yeah, you can yeah, get like an 18 French. set on Amazon. But, uh, like, they have just, like, their teal is amazing. They're just, the, yeah. the, the color, the, the vibrancy of the color that comes out of the pen is just it makes me happy to use them. I would bring them to uh, my boring lectures in in college, and I would write with them. I'd actually bring them to my exciting lectures in college, too, and write with them, so then <laughs> I would have an easier time remembering uh, yeah, remembering my notes. I think I have some it's of so my... It's so funny, because I'm sure you went through this, but even, you know, as a crafty-ass female, you've probably been told many a time by people around you, like, how many pens do you have? Why do you have so many colors? You know what I mean? Like... It's a common comment to me, and I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, get over it. Like, it's what I need for my life. <laughs> like, I used to, I used to get comments in college because I, so, so I, I, uh, confession time, lol. Uh, and we'll, I'm gonna, confession. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about more of this in our after show so we don't uh, make this super long. But I uh, handwrite everything, like literally yeah, everything. Um, we've talked about. I think I talked about this in my story how I handwrite every yeah. single letter in college and every single note in college. <laughs> um. I would use colored pens to help me remember things, and this is how I study, and this is how, uh, I mean, this is how I graduated college with, like, high honors, but, uh, it's funny, I have a double, I got a double major from Rutgers in political science and women's and gender studies, and I got, uh, one B plus once in a course for, uh, in, within my majors. No, I got, I did, I get, I got a C once in my, uh, uh it was a C plus in my intro writing class as a freshman because uh one it was a bullshit class and two uh the professor who was a ta didn't want to be there and our hour and a half lectures were like 45 minutes and he was an asshole but whatever <laughs> let's get over that um no and so i would get questions a lot uh why are you writing in so many colors like what are you doing um like by the time i was like a, a the second semester junior and i was like i get a's i spend all of my time doing this i don't know what kind of grades you get like yeah. this is my thing please yeah. leave me alone like i know don't don't like <laughs> don't try to like come at me for studying like just <laughs> and whenever someone's like oh god why do you have so many pens like they can't believe it i'm literally inside like why don't you have so many color pens like why not like i'm i'm, I'm literally <laughs> studying at university in a library why are you coming at me like what what are you doing maybe think and they're a second? usually the people that are always looking for a pen okay so oh god okay anyway. right so if you have any questions about color um definitely come and uh you can email us now at crafty at gmail.com uh, if you want to hear more, we're gonna we're gonna head over to uh, Crafty Ass Female After Chatter on Patreon, where you can find us, and you can come be our patron and get like lots of cool bonus stuff. Like you can come see our video, uh, and you can come check out our audio after chatter after show. Um, and 
check out all of the other fabulous bonus things that you get for becoming a patron. Um, and you can check that out at patreon.com slash craftyassfemale. Otherwise, we will catch you next week on Monday at 6 o'clock in the morning or whenever you download our show and listen to us. If you love us, which we know you do, you guys are awesome, please leave us a reading and review on iTunes. Um, and you can definitely catch us on Instagram during the week. We are craft, at Crafty Ass Female. Otherwise, Amanda, do you have anything else? That's it. This is going to be a fun supplies chat. And I feel like this was talking about color today was like design school all over again. Isn't, like, isn't it it's best? like a design chat, an abstract design chat. But that's what we live for, gals. So. All right. We will catch you. We will catch you guys later. Have an awesome week. Bye. Bye. Hey, remember to head to craftyassfemale.com madness to download your bracket and vote for your favorite supplies in our week one voting. And check out the Crafty Ass Female After Chatter Show exclusively on Patreon.